In the world we live in now, lifestyle matters greatly. It is not just a Gen Z thing. It is a working professional thing. Is there flexibility in your position? Do the actual hours worked matter? Or does it only matter if you get the work done regardless of time frame? Welcome to the Contributor Wednesday series on the Bridge the Gap Network. Each week, you'll hear from a thought leader discussing topics that are relevant and impactful to the senior living industry. Welcome to Bridge the Gap Contributor Wednesday. I'm Chris Hines, and I am back to continue our discussion on recruitment, team building, and mindset. Let's face it, folks. There are jobs everywhere. And I mean everywhere. You can't drive by a business and not see a help wanted sign. I joked with my wife recently that it would be more eye-catching for a company to post a sign that said not hiring because that would be so rare. What this means is that those that are looking for a new opportunity, you know, the motivated professionals, regardless of level, they're going to be deciding between multiple job offers and will have to choose which is the best one for them. It is no longer simply a matter of, should I stay with my current company or should I go over to company A? It's, should I stay with my company, go to A, B, or C? And these opportunities can come from anywhere. They could come from a job posting on Indeed, LinkedIn, a company careers page. It could have come from a direct referral from a friend, a family member, a previous coworker. Heck, it even, even could have come from a previous boss. You know, the possibility of a boomerang that we discussed in our last episode. And of course, it could have come from a, a recruiting source like myself and my team that focuses um, in the senior living space. Having said all of this, it is critical to understand why people leave their current position and in the same respect, why they stay with the company they're at. Is money important? Heck yeah. Is technology important? Of course. Is work balance important? Obviously. Now, 10 second rant. There is no such thing as having a work life balance. It's called life gang. Okay. Ran over. With the rare exception, people don't leave or stay just because of money. If money is truly the only thing that matters to an individual, the likelihood of them jumping ship in short time frames for an extra three or $5,000 just because a company is willing to pay them a little bit more is very likely. But that's not the norm. People stay and people leave for a variety of reasons. Now, let me ask you to think about the last time you left a company or the last time you were deciding who to go to work for. You're an intelligent person. After all, you're listening to the Bridge of the Gap podcast. That means that you probably made your decision based on several factors. And if you've listened to any of my previous episodes, you should know by now that I love acronyms. It's an easy way to remember what we're discussing. So, of course, I have an acronym to illustrate these factors that become the decision-making reasons why someone stays where they are or why they leave to go somewhere else. We call it CLAMPS. No, your episode did not just buffer. There really are two L's in there. So let's break it down. C for challenge. L for location. That second L for lifestyle. A for advancement. 
M for money, P for people, and S for security. To better understand these motivators, let's discuss each one in a little more detail. C is for challenge. While I wish C was for cookie like on Sesame Street because a cookie sounds really good right now, in this acronym, C stands for challenge. Will you be challenged in the new opportunity? Will it be exciting or boring? Is the direction of the group continually pushing the envelope? Or on the flip side of challenge, do you not want to be challenged? And do you really want to be in a position that is a little easier? Bringing the C home in our senior living world, will you be challenged in a good way at this community? Will your leadership team challenge you to become better? All of these questions or thoughts come to mind when I think about the word challenge. The first L is for location. Two years ago, this purely meant where is the office or community located in relation to where you live and beyond mileage, gas prices have impacted this element as well. And the crazy gas prices we're dealing with right now, we will have people that will make decisions by three or four miles longer because they don't want to put out the money for gas. But the world that we live in now is not just about commute times. We are in the age of remote, flexible, hybrid, or fully in office roles. All of those are options in the regular business world. Of course, if you are in a community leadership position, or you are a community team member, remote and hybrid just aren't options. You kind of have to be in the community to take care of the residents. So what are you looking for in the right opportunity? Does the new opportunity offer the structure in terms of location? Are you preferring to have a hybrid situation, but your current situation only wants you to be in office? Are you looking for fully remote if you're at the regional or corporate level, but they want you to be close enough to the office to come in two or three days a week? If these parameters don't match up, it won't be a long-term fit. There's been a real revelation when it comes to the type of location and an environment that somebody wants to work in. Another element of location can entail the possibility of relocation. Maybe you want to move because of weather. We get a lot of that in the winter months. People coming from uh, the north and from the northeast wanting to move to Florida or Arizona or Georgia or Texas because they are just sick and tired of the cold. And on the flip side, in the summertime, we get people out of Florida who want to get back to uh, a more mild environment because they're tired of the humidity. Maybe you want to move closer to your kids. Since most of you listening to this podcast are in the senior living industry, I'm sure you've heard the statistic that between now and the year 2030, there will be 10,000 baby boomers each day that will hit the retirement age. So putting that into consideration, perhaps you need to relocate to become closer to where an aging family member is or to to move closer to one that has chosen to move into a senior living community where they live. Even with the option of work from anywhere, for some in our industry, location is still a very critical element of your decision to stay with the company where you are or to change and go to work for someone else. The second L stands for lifestyle. 
In the world we live in now, lifestyle matters greatly. It is not just a Gen Z thing. It is a working professional thing. Is there flexibility in your position? Do the actual hours worked matter? Or does it only matter if you get the work done regardless of time frame, whether it's 9 in the morning or 8 at night? Are you able to shut it off when working remotely? Or when you go home from a community, are you able to shut it off? Do you have the flexibility to go to your kids' activities so you could be involved in their, in their life and activities beyond what you would see them during the evening? Another element of lifestyle is attire. There are situations in every job where traditional professional attire is needed. But in the vast majority of time, can you wear what you want? I have known people who have accepted a lesser salary purely because they were able to wear what they wanted versus more of a professional attire. To some, that matters greatly. So those two elements of the flexibility and being able to shut it off and attire are just two samples of elements of the lifestyle decision. The next letter in our CLAMPS model is A for advancement. While not important to everyone, the majority of professionals want the possibility to advance in their careers. After all, advancement is tied to status, additional income, making the family proud, among many other thoughts. So let me ask, do you know of the real advancement opportunities with your current company? If so, have you expressed your interest to eventually move up the ladder to your current leadership? If you are interviewing for a new position, are the people doing the interviewing selling the advancement opportunities in the process? And if not, are you asking about them? While advancement may not be for everyone, like I said, for the vast majority, advancement is a critical element of the decision-making process. M is for money. And of course, money is important. Money makes the world go round. You have to bring home the bacon. Money allows you to laugh your way all the way to the bank. Okay, enough with the money cliches. Okay, I can't help myself. What about all the incredible songs about money? She works hard for her money by Donna Summer. Money, that's what I want by the Flying Lizards. Money for Nothing by Dire Straits. And of course, we cannot forget Mo Money, Mo Problems by Notorious B.I.G. All right, I think I'm done. But money is important. When you are making a decision on which is the right position for you, you need to understand what is competitive in terms of compensation to the market at the time. And I understand the companies have budgets that they need to stick with and that they need to consider what others are earning within that company to ensure that they're being paid fairly amongst the group. But the market will dictate what will and what won't attract the best talent. There's obviously more than just the dollars in your paycheck when it comes to money. What about the cost of benefits? What about the PTO program? Is there a tuition reimbursement plan? 401k and a matching program. All of these things are part of that bigger bucket of money. Now, friendly reminder, when it comes to how much you make or how much you could make, 
remember that no one takes the money they earn, goes to the bank, asks for it all in singles so they can bring it home and throw it on the ground and roll around in it. What it's really about is what can you do with that money? Can you adequately pay your bills? Are you able to save for retirement? Are you able to pay down debt, save for your kid's education, travel, donate, etc.? All righty. We have covered C for challenge, L for location, second L for lifestyle, A for advancement, and M for money. Now let's talk about the P. And P stands for people. Do you like the people you are working with? And do you like the person you are reporting to? My mentor in the recruiting business has always reminded me that people come to work because of the people they are working with and because of the people they are working for. And they usually leave because of the people they are working with and working for. Why is that? Because people create culture. A business cliche is our company culture. Guess what, gang? A company does not have a culture. The people within the company make up the culture. Each person is either building the culture or tearing it down. There is no status quo when it comes to culture. Finally, S is for security, as in job security. Do you feel comfortable and stable with the company you're at? Do you see their growth in the market? If not, this can become a very big reason for job movement. Now, our senior living industry has seen a lot of shifts in the market over the last couple of years, whether that's come from new investment dollars, mergers and acquisitions, leadership changes. Here's the reality to the market that we are in today. If you decided to leave, the odds are that you will find a new position in a reasonable amount of time frame. There are plentiful jobs out there. Now, what this allows, it allows people to take a little more risk with their choices. But when there is a downturn in the economy, statistically, people are more fearful about making a change. They will still make those changes, but they will do it with more from a a risk standpoint. So let's bring it all back together. While some people will look at these seven elements challenge, location, lifestyle, advancement, money, people, security, and they'll try to rank them from most important to least important. I really ask, is there any of those seven that are not important? So rather than ranking them, what I suggest that you do is think about each letter and see how your current position lines up with your personal goals. If you are interviewing, think about each of these letters and how do Each of the elements line up with the goals you want to have in your next role. When we work with our candidates to help them understand if something is missing from their career, we will utilize this CLAMPS model to understand their desires and their goals. When we work with our client companies and help them find the best talent to fill their critical roles, we will work to uncover their selling points within this CLAMPS model. So my challenge for you is twofold. One, evaluate your current situation within each of the letters of clamps. 
If something is missing, work to improve it. Have a sit down with your leadership and see if you could figure out how things can be improved, not just on a short-term basis, but on a long-term basis. You don't have just to leave the company because something doesn't line up. You have the opportunity to, to find out how something can be improved. Two, if you are interviewing candidates to hire, make sure that you are selling the important elements of each of these letters. Now, of course, if you are having troubling with any of your messaging, please reach out to me. I'd be happy to talk to you about it. I've committed that in each episode, I will incorporate in a mindset moment. Well, now is that time. If you're listening to this when it first comes out, that means we have wrapped up very recently the first quarter of the year. And I am confident that almost all of you listening are goals-oriented. That means that you've probably created several goals that you've wanted to achieve in 2022, some personally and some professionally. Hopefully, you did not categorize them under New Year's resolutions, because we all know what typically happens with those, right? But instead, you have created SMART goals that were time-focused. Maybe you are on track for every one of them. Maybe you are ahead of some and behind on others. Or perhaps you've forgotten about them entirely, and this is now your friendly reminder. The great news is, even if you were completely off pace for your goals, there is still plenty of time in the year so that you can get back on track and achieve every one of them. One of the best things that you can do to help you achieve those goals is to create an an accountability system for them. The most successful people in business and in life are held accountable by other people. Look for an accountability partner that will hold your feet to the fire, of course, with your permission, so that you are able to achieve the goals. Now, you might need one accountability partner for your professional goals and then a different accountability partner for your personal goals. There are a couple of quotes that I love about accountability. One that's been said by many people is, accountability is the glue that bonds commitment to results. And I'm sure you've heard Stephen Covey's quote, accountability breeds responsibility. In addition to utilizing an accountability partner, another powerful form of being accountable for your goals is to announce them to the world. Social media allows for this to be done either to a specific set of people or to anyone who sees it. This form of public declaration is incredibly powerful. If you recall from my January episode, I talked about BHAGs, big, hairy, audacious goals. And specifically, I announced to the BTG universe that I was embarking on a BHAG of my own and challenged myself to run for 24 hours straight to raise money for three charities that I'm passionate about. That was one of my forms of accountability. By me announcing it in this forum, so to speak, from the rooftops, it will hold me more accountable for it. I also created a personal challenge for myself to run 50 half marathons in 2022 during the year that I turned the big 5-0. I put this out on social media, both to inspire other people 
and to hold me more accountable. So my recommendation to you is to do both. Find accountability partners to make it more of a challenge and make a public declaration. Remember, at the end of the day, you are accountable to yourself. So be the person that lives up to your own goals and dreams. All right, gang, time flies when you're having fun, doesn't it? If you have any questions, comments, complaints, or even conundrums, message me on LinkedIn. Stay tuned next month for the next chapter in our recruiting and mindset adventures. This is Chris Hines, and thanks for listening to this week's BTG Contributor Wednesday. Please make sure to connect with me at btgvoice.com. Thanks for listening to the Contributor Wednesday series on the Bridge the Gap Network. For a full library of episodes, visit btgvoice.com.